<laughs> Brother, what's going on, man? Happy Sunday morning. Happy Sunday. I don't think we've ever recorded on a Sunday, have we? I don't think so. It's a very unique situation. It very is. Like, especially this early. So, uh, me and Lamar met up at 7.30 this morning, bright and early. Got a little cup of, of to go up, to get up in the <laughs> <Yeah>. cup. <laughs> it's my first time ever having decaf espresso, and it's, it's a very unique taste. Like, <laughs> we're just, because uh, I'm so used to, like, having my order a specific way, so... This has all the, the, it's like coffee, but it's not like coffee. And I understand everybody's like, well, yeah, it's espresso, it doesn't have any caffeine in it. And I can definitely feel the difference. It tastes the same, but mm-hmm. anyway, that's just how <laughs> I'm rocking with so it. It is experience. It is what it is. And I'm rocking with my chai tea because I do not do caffeine. So <laughs> we out here. But um, yeah, it's uh, October still, with the last couple of days of October, actually. So we got two episodes in one month. Usually we've been one episode per month. <laughs> Which is going to change. <laughs> definitely will, definitely will. Um, in a new recording space, so uh, the sound may come a little different, but always bear with us. If you've been rocking with us, then honestly, you've been rocking with us. You know we, what we came from till now. I know y'all can hear us now. So. <laughs> but um, coming to the end of the month, hopefully everybody's met their October goals or come close to it. If you still uh, need to do anything for October, do it because, you know, Halloween's Monday, like yep. basically tomorrow. Like, and um, have fun if you're dressing up because like, some, some of y'all are still 80 dressing up. Some people, <laughs> I'm 31 still dressing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still 33 and soon. And um, I, well, I kind of stopped dressing up a while ago. But other than that, do your thing, though, because it's all fun and games. Mm-hmm. I, I start dressing up again when the kids come along. So. Um, as we approach November, get your plans ready for your new month and uh, stick to your goals because we're coming to the end of the year and uh, hopefully people met that New Year's resolution. It's not too late. Like I always say, it's not too late, but you're cutting it close. So, <laughs> <laughs> And even if like whatever your New Year's resolution was for last year, if you don't completely achieve it, if you can start getting the plan together, which probably should have already done, but who needs to tell you what you should have done if you know you didn't do it? Mm-hmm. Like, start putting together a plan now, because you already know what didn't work if you haven't been doing it so far. Create a plan so that way as you transition into the new year, you're already going in with the head of steam versus waiting until January or waiting to December. There's still a lot of time to get some of these things started. So. You can make $10,000 in one month if you do it the right way. So it's all about how you want to interact with your goals. So don't get mad. Mm-hmm. Don't get upset. Mm-hmm. You got to show yourself unconditional love towards your goal that you want to reach. So you can't allow your mood to dictate what you're going to do or how productive you're going to be for the remainder. Of, well, you can still create this mindset today. But for moving forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Remember, any progress is better than no progress. So mm-hmm. stick to yourselves, big people. Like you, you commit to a nine of five. You, you can commit to yourself more than anything, and we should be. So never too late. Do your thing. We, we, we support you. 
Um, before we jump into uh, anything, we'd like to thank everybody for listening again. Our last episode did pretty good. Um, if you are listening, please share. Like I said, we are trying to grow. And uh, so if you hear something that you like, you know somebody else can benefit from it. Share the podcast and show some love to us and help, maybe it'll help somebody, you know, at least get in the right mindset. Um, so we're going to jump into it. We do have a small little trendy topic today. Um, Mr. Yay. I almost said Kanye West, but he changed his name. So, Mr. Ye, um, we won't spend too much time, <laughs> but uh, he is filling up headlines. He is trending. Um, he's losing money. He's uh, <laughs> he's uh, not hearing anybody because he's he's got a head full of steam, and you know he's he's putting a lot of work for himself. Uh, I guess I'll start with. Um, I'm not a fan of the new new Ye. Um, He's made it very hard to uh, for me to relate with him anymore, honestly. And um, I see a lot of people say they won't cancel him because of the college dropout albums, <laughs> and that's which I, I completely understand because that's the kind. Well, that was the Kanye that I was like that this dude is dope, and I can never take him away from any of his talent because he is like a, a musical composing genius for our age, but. <laughs> where this man is at now with his mind state I, uh, I just don't agree and I can't support brother would you like to share a little bit before I, I go yeah. into <laughs> so I was a huge Kanye fan growing up college dropout graduation not graduation what was it called um, was it called graduation yeah I think the album was called graduation but my favorite album from him was um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. So I know everybody usually goes. To, that was my favorite album. I could play it from beginning to the end with no skips. Um, so I was a. I guess for me it's a little different. Like if you were for certain artists, you're like a fan of their personality, and you're a fan of their music. I don't know if I was ever really a fan of Kanye's personality. I always liked his music. And I, we were, X and I were talking about this before. I'll use Tupac as an example. When I was younger, like, I liked Pac's personality and I liked his music. So it's, it's a lot easier for me to disconnect from Kanye's personality right now because I really focus more on his music anyway because I used to, I always kind of felt like he said some, some off the wall things, but because his music was so great, you can kind of ignore certain things. But once you're, for what, when you're famous for a certain thing and what you're famous for, you're no longer really good at anymore. And it seems like the thing that you weren't as good at, you're doing more <laughs> of. It makes it easier for you to be like, man, I don't even rock with Kanye. And I see people say they won't cancel him because of the college dropout or whatever album he produced. Like, I mean, it's cool. I mean, if you still want to give him a spin, help him get some, <laughs> some streams, that's cool. But I feel like the, the thing that we do have to address is, yes, two things can be true. Can I like his music still, but still not agree with the things that he's doing? Yes. So I feel like we should start saying that, too, because I think you can separate the, the artist from the art. And like you can still appreciate great things without necessarily still supporting everything that he does. So and would I cancel him? His personality, yeah. Well, if, uh, <laughs> if Test the Sky comes on, on my shuffle, because it was on my playlist, I probably still might play it, because 
what he's doing is not the same thing as R. Kelly. Like, I'm not trying to validate it or anything like that. But if it was that type of deal to where he was canceled, yeah, he would be canceled. canceled because he R. Kelly was hurting other people. Kanye ain't hurting anyone except for himself. And how can I get mad at a man for wanting to punch himself in the face? Like, okay, bro, that's what you want to do. If you want to mess up the bag and mess up millions of dollars, that's you. But you're not directly hurting anyone. I mean, some of the stuff he's saying is ignorant, but well, he didn't hurt anybody. I'll, with it. I'll say this one, one, one big reason for um, the, the non-supportive notion I put was um, you, you heard about a school. I don't know if you, he had a school basically coming out. We were talking about this at work, and um, kids were like enrolled. I think even had like scholarships or whatever. I have to read up on it, but if anybody can read up on it as well. Long story short, he had a school that was coming out. Yeah, the so kids were coming to it. They came to the school because of his antics. Now, like, um, if there were any athletes going, if people were going for like an education, not to say like they, they won't be able to get it now, but it was a uh, it was time wasted on their end. So now it's like you can do what you want, but now some of these decisions that you're making are being counterproductive to your other projects, and those are affecting either one like your coworkers, people that are investing time in you. And um, your father at that too. I look at the end of the day. So it's I will say this: it's not as uh, as um, crazy as, as R. Kelly for sure. But it's um, as a man, I always look at things like that. Like as a man, would I would I do this? Would I do that if I had a family? If it's something I wouldn't personally do, and this is just me personally, I probably won't rock with you. And, That's uh, fair. You know what I'm saying? So That's it's like, fair. Like it, was music still come on? Well, I listen more than likely. You know, um, if it comes on, I don't think I I just go straight playing it but I still love his little stuff I'm not gonna front I still love right. stuff see cause that's my whole thing as long mm-hmm. as it's like with certain things mm-hmm. and to a fault I agree with what you're saying like mm-hmm. yeah what he's doing is indirectly and directly affecting people with like the school for example I did read that the school got opened back up but even with that if the, let's just say the school doesn't get opened back up even though it, it is mm-hmm. They still have the opportunity to go anywhere to go to school. Right. So it's like I can forgive uh, a man or a woman for being lost because he I don't know if he can identify it or not. But from the outside looking in, brother looks lost. He looks confused. He looks like he needs somebody in his circle to give him guidance. I can empathize with being lost because I feel like at some point we've all been lost before. I hope to not be lost in my mid 40s with that kind of thing. <laughs> Like, allow me to be a little lost and help me navigate but brother is like Tom Hanks in the castaway kind of right. lost and he can't find his way back home because every time he tries to get into the water it's a shark that's willing to get him but mm-hmm. I don't know it's, it's just it's, a very interesting situation it is it is you know everything changes with somebody's mind like you know from, from losing his mom it, it, it changed a lot yeah. at that point um like I said, if it's all up to you guys. We'll just, we'll just share because he's on there. You know, he's going to get a little spin on here, too. But, um, <laughs> get your nether stream, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Because Make it, up for that it's billion not, yeah, it's, it was two billion. <laughs> You're getting escorted out of Skechers. <laughs> just but popping up. This nigga's popping up. Hey, we need to make a deal here. But, but the thing Did was, you have a, an appointment? No. I'm yay. <laughs> it's yay, baby. It's easy. But that's the thing, too. It's like, in his circle, you do need somebody to get that advice. But he's, like, at a point where it's like, if you don't make as much shit as me, you can't talk to me. Like, and that's and that, that that's, almost goes back to that other it's episode. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly because he said that he's like, if you don't make more money than me, 
you can't tell me how to make money. You should listen to me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm more successful than you. Which is like, it's crazy. So it's like, you can't even have anybody in the room. Or if, you, if you've closed your mind to the point that you can't have any outside opinion on how you're looking to everybody else, so you may not care, but just an open mind to, to hearing or having anybody in your circle that disagrees with you. That's that's bad. You need to see people to, to disagree with you in your circle, at least, to let you yeah, know when yeah. you're wrong. But, but it, it just depends on... Okay, so clearly the most valuable thing to Kanye is money. Well, other people... Well, so before someone can have a conversation with him, that's the most valuable part of a conversation. Because, like, you know, like, before you can get into VIP, you got to be, like, 21 and up. Right. If you don't have over a billion dollars enough, you can't enter that room to conversate with him. <laughs> so it makes his circle really small. Keep your broke-ass opinions right. to yourself. You can't afford to speak to me. <laughs> but what someone could do is if Kanye... Maybe he doesn't value you in terms of you telling him what decisions to make with money. But if he has a value on just your spirit like having a certain spirit or a certain energy can be valuable too now if he can see value in that don't talk to him about money but talk to him about energy <laughs> like well listen brother your energy needs to shift and he might hear that but if you lead with man bro you doing this with this business that, that shut your broke ass up I don't want to hear that shit how much money you making yeah, right. that real quick right then you just ask me for money how much money you making conversation right and he's he, and I listened to his, his interviews brothers are still like aware of everything I think just how he's going about it and his planning with, with things is what like I just don't agree with but I don't want to spend too, any more time on it me personally <laughs> so um, you know good luck bro you don't need it because you got a lot of money man. You, yeah, you'll make it work yeah you'll be just fine so now that we get the mess out the way everybody <laughs> it's time to get back to center and balance back to the floor is ours so we'll start with our three deep breaths and we're going to start on me. So, one. Two. Three. All right. Now, if you weren't in sync before, if you were feeling some of that yay energy, you are back to the method floor is ours energy. We are now in sync. Let's get to our good place, our place of learning, soaking in, development, progression, and success, and um, just getting the knowledge and sharing it. So we got a good topic for today that I do believe we're going to break into a couple of sections. But um, the name of this small little series is The Art of Communication, and that's going to be with self and others. And me and Lamar are going to be um, going over a variety of different things. Um, our discussion topics will kind of cover understanding the communication we use, how we talk to ourselves and others, talking and listening, body language, what you say versus how you say it, and uh, mindfully speaking. So, of course, as everything in life, it should start with self. So we are going to be talking about talking with self today and how you basically talk to yourself. And... Um, I did do a little, a little uh, audio book. I think, you know, we've, we've gone back before uh, talking about audio books versus reading a book in person. And mm-hmm. I, I said I was not a fan of audio books. So I listened to an audio book and I'm still not entirely a fan. I, kind of, I prefer reading, but I do see the uh, benefits of doing it when you're driving, when you're working, you know, but um, I'm still not a fan. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it worked though. So I read the, uh, or listened to The Art of Communication by uh, Thich Nhat and I'm going to say his name wrong, but he's a um, Vietnamese Buddhist. Um, and it was very um, lesson-based off of his religion and, and, you know, 
what they believe in practice, but it was a very good like a uh, speaking point and good for notes at least. So one of the good things that um, I took from there, and I think uh, one or two TED Talks was, what we hear is nourishment or toxins for ourselves. What we say onto ourselves and others can be nourishment or toxins as well. So um, just remember what you're taking in, what you're hearing is all playing into like the character that you are. So. Um, uh, did you have anything you want to say on that, brother, before I continue just kind of get into it? I don't want to, you know, cut no, short. No, I, I believe in that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and there's another Buddhist, um, my pastor was telling me about, um, I think it was Gandhi that said this, like, you have to be the energy you want to attract. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you're putting certain things in your, your mind, whether it's like music, certain things for entertainment, like, I know sometimes you don't think about it outside of the, the 15, the 30 minutes that you listen or watch something, but that's stored. It's just like, somewhere in your mind and seeing someone else do certain things or whether they're like happy decisions or sad decisions sometimes we let certain things dictate the the flow of the remainder of our day so i'm i believe that too definitely make sure what you're putting into your mind Mm -hmm. is something that's going to be productive for you and no one knows your your state of mind better than you Mm -hmm. so we all know that certain like for example i like cookies I'm not going to go out and buy a whole box of cookies. I, <laughs> I may not be as disciplined with only having one mm-hmm. because if it's there, sometimes I'm going to consume it. So I have to be aware of what I put into my body the same way I'm aware of what I put into my mind. So I agree. Facts. I like it. I like it. So I did a, a little written part on it because um, I did. Like I said, we are starting with self. So I wrote down because I was I con- I'm not going to say contemplating. I'm going to basically stirring the pot and thinking before I was writing my notes that um, how we speak to ourselves is how we speak to the universe. And that's meaning our words carry power. So when you speak to yourself as if you want to manifest the best out of life, because if you talk to yourself ugly, that's what you will feel and that's what you receive. And going into that, I wanted to say like how we first talk to ourselves in the morning to kind of get our, our day going. And most of the time, you know, when, you, when you're working that job or you're getting up and not doing what you want or working for yourself, most of the time you wake up with the, I'm tired, I don't want to go to work, I don't want to get out of bed, or I'm like, I'm not in the mood for today. And, um, and, even, and some very harsh, <laughs> very harsh minds, some people wake up and, and you know, why am I alive you know, in, in, in harsher states, but I don't, we'll touch on that one a little bit later. I'm not a pro, I'm you know, a therapist, but basically how you talk to ourselves in the morning is kind of kind of like dictate how your day may go, how your energy may go. So I think uh, most times in the morning, I have my morning, so I wake up and my man, I'll say to my wife, like, I don't really feel like going to work. She may be with that, I don't feel like going either. And that, I don't feel like it can translate as soon as you walk in, you're like, man, I should have stayed at home. I should have called out. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't me. <laughs> Am I getting paid enough for this? <laughs> oh, that's the first thing. Like, when you know you don't want to go to work, the first thing you go to is, man, they don't pay me enough for this. <laughs> But that's a great, a great thing, though, to, mm-hmm. to identify. It's like, hey, well, I don't want to just talk about this when I'm not in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. I, this is a problem regardless on if I'm happy or sad. Facts. Like, we need to start identifying problems, like, and stop just, like, dubbing them off just based off our feelings for that day. Because there's a reason. Like, identify why you have that feeling. Like, we don't normally want to identify things when we're happy. But we want to talk all the shit when we're mad, frustrated, and sad. So 
the easiest the easiest time for you to actually have a clear process of thought is when you're happy. So I guess no one really wants, well, I'm happy, man. I want to protect my peace. I don't really want to do this. Well, your peace isn't vulnerable. Your peace isn't an infant. You don't have to protect something that is a grown ass person. <laughs> Allow, start thinking of like your peace as an adult. Do you really have to feel like you need to protect an adult? Nah, probably not. So if your peace or your state of mind or however you want to call it, it's not a baby. You don't have to protect it because if something happens, you'll be just fine. You get punched in the face, maybe you might be a little bit, get on back up. You'll be all right. So identifying why you don't feel a certain way versus because you can lie to yourself every day and say, hey, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. You can say that shit 365 days, but it doesn't make you happy. Just saying it won't make you happy. You have to identify what makes you happy. And if you're just saying it to cover up the fact that you're really sad, identify why you're sad. And then from there, you can actually become happy. There you go. There you go. And that's also, that's kind of a subtopic off our topic of talking to self. So, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, um, but, like, uh, what we do should get in the practice of is, you know, speaking to ourselves better, period, and, and communicating. Because, like I said, majority of the time, we say how we're feeling in that moment. And that's, right. that moment is, I'm not happy, this is this, this isn't that. But that moment should dictate your mood for the day, you know. But at the same time, you can have a moment that sparks good energy for the day. So one thing I, I do try to practice when I'm waking up more so is you know, I'm going to have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like high vibes and elevation. Same thing. I'm always <laughs> so the same thing. Saying, yeah, um, I practice saying like uh, highly favored when everybody asks like how I'm doing. And those are things that will help, like, practice and shift even, like, your mindset, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about the day. Because I'm trying to, what I try to do when I speak is um, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a good vibration. I'm trying to be a good energy. So when you're around me, for those around me, you're going to feel it. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping you feel it. I'm hoping you catch some of the good energy because that's, that's what I want to put out. That's what I want everybody to feed off of and have it hopefully instill in their cells and, and be better. So, like, for you guys, if, like, the next couple mornings for our listeners, I think let's a good practice or challenge for yourself is when you wake up, note like what you're saying to yourself in the morning and try to catch it. And is it a positive thing? Is it a negative thing? Are you pushing for yourself to have a good day? Are you pushing for setting yourself up to be moody and not really want (laughs) to talk to anybody, anything like that? So talking to ourselves can change like your mindset. The same way somebody's going to wake up Blind to themselves, <laughs> and that's a good thing. Like that's not a good thing. Don't wake up blind to yourself. If you don't feel good, you don't feel good. Whatever the situation is, you can't always be positive. But first thing you want to do is not wake up and lie to yourself, or or because if you lie to yourself, and that's a good practice that you have. <laughs> you get in the mirror, tell yourself things that aren't true. You're gonna tell the world that. Like I said, speak to yourself is how you speak to the universe, and that's basically saying how you're going to speak to the public. If you can convince yourself that you're something you're not, or convince yourself that your lie is true, or that's part of your reality, that's what you're going to do to the rest of the world. So be mindful of what you're saying to yourself, how you're saying it. Is it positive reinforcement? Is it negative reinforcement? My brother, do you, when you wake up, are you aware of like how you're talking to yourself or how you're pushing for the day? Is there anything that you try to practice as far as like... Hey, let, let this be a good day. Let me let me motivate myself to get some production of the day. I definitely do. Like, I'm huge into words of affirmations, and I'm a big believer in I would like to serve myself first before I allow someone else to serve me. Because 
someone else may not know how hungry you are. Right. But I wake up in the morning knowing what I need. It's the same way I wake up knowing I need to drink some water, need to eat some breakfast. I need to give myself a little pep talk. So I'll look in the mirror. And one of the things, and I've said this to you before, I say to myself, and, and I, I really do say it is, you're the one. <laughs> that is my favorite thing to say to myself because I believe it. And I believe it whether I'm sad, whether I'm mad, no matter what the emotion is that I have, I believe that I'm the one. I'll explain, I'll elaborate on it further. Like, I believe I'm the best in my field. I believe I'm going to be successful. I believe that my success is going to translate into me becoming financially wealthy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to do a lot of different things for myself, my family, and my friends. But the first step to achieving those goals is to believe it. Now, do I have any evidence of me being the best in my field or any of those things? (laughs) No. Are there people out there right now that are better in my field than if being objective than I am right now? Yeah. But do I feel like now if you ask me the question and me being in my uh, in my bag, I'm going to say, yeah, they're better at this right now because they're doing something right now. I don't think they're the, the only thing I feel like somebody could be better than me at is being available. I don't think your talent level is better than mine. You're just working harder than me right now. And I feel like that's how every successful business person is supposed to look at themselves. I don't feel like the CEO of Burger King is saying to themselves that they think McDonald's CEO is better than them if they're more successful in a specific quarter. They're like, oh, they worked harder than me. Their talent level doesn't exceed mine. I'm more talented than you. You're just working harder than me. And it may or may not be true, but you do need to tell yourself that you need to believe you're the one. The, the other thing I like to say to myself is understand Whatever you may feel right now may not be forever. So one of the things, because when I used to work at a, a different job, man, I hated going to work. And sometimes I would let temporary feelings have a, a long-term outcome to affect my day. And the entire day, I couldn't identify why when somebody would ask me to do the most simplest of things that was within my job description, I just didn't want to do. <laughs> and I'm blaming everyone else except for myself because I didn't understand that I walked into this situation knowing I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to work here. I've already identified that y'all don't pay me enough for the services I provide. But me underperforming does not affect, it does not allow me to become better at whatever I'm doing. So I had to start telling myself is that maybe this might help somebody is understanding that your situation right now doesn't have to be your forever situation. Like, you need to start treating this like it's a short-term situation. And if you're not going to be there for long, I need to get as much out of it as I possibly can. Stop stepping into it. Yeah, they don't pay me enough. Okay, well, we've already, we've already identified that. But how about we learn everything that we can learn from this job so the next job will pay me what I'm worth. There's always value in every single thing, whether you want to do it or not. Like, oh, man, I don't feel like getting up to go to work today. Oh, man, they don't pay me enough today. Well, Sometimes they may not pay you enough in money, but they may pay you in experience. They may pay you in knowledge. So your boss that you don't like, probably because you're underperforming, you're underperforming and they're underpaying you. Somebody got to give. Both ain't going to (laughs) work. So maybe talk to your boss and instead of complaining about the money you're not receiving, ask your boss how you could possibly get better. And don't always make it about money. The money is the outcome. Maybe if you focus more on the process before you get the money, the boss might say, hey, you know what? I'm, I like the fact that you've changed. You're trying to get better at the job and stop looking at your job and you as two separate things and just 
work towards the same common goal, you might get that bag. <laughs> Tell me, because like I said, it, and we're always going to mainly speak about work because we're working people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they're just going to kind of get to that. Um, oh, wait. One more thing I, I did want to say. I almost forgot. Huh? And this is about lying um, about okay. how you're feeling. Ah. So lying to yourself and lying to other people mm-hmm. can prevent you from getting a blessing. It can prevent you from getting mm-hmm. the knowledge that you need mm-hmm. because this is what's going to happen. If you lie saying you already have something, someone's going to treat you like you have what you lied and said you had. Mm-hmm. And they're going to interact with you like that. And one, if they feel like you already have it, they're not going to try to offer offer it to you. So if you don't have it, you're going to miss out on that offering. But And then when they find out that you were lying, they're going to look at you differently. So lying not only prevents the blessing, it also changes the imagery of you. Because... I don't know, because once you've done once you've done something once, you're gonna be forever labeled that. Mm-hmm. For real, like if you once somebody has identified you are a you've told a lie, they're gonna forever call you a liar, and they're gonna forever <laughs> use that as their point of conversation. <laughs> when you're see, because this is the thing, and I don't think we think about this. If you're a brand, if you're an employee. The, the work you, you do in that moment oh, talks for you. Let's, let's keep let's keep getting Oh, you about to get to it? Okay. Yeah, let's, let's keep it keep a little short on there. But yeah, I, I just want to, not to cut you now, it's kind of you're going to jump back into it, but let me try to keep it, uh, <laughs> keep it here before, <laughs> before we venture on. You know where I was about yeah, to go. Yeah, I know where you're going with it. We'll save that, save it. <laughs> but um, yeah, off of that point though, yeah, and honestly, lying never really, it never feels, you're not supposed to be lying. It's bad energy. It never feels good. And it's not your reality. So you're going to block your blessing. You're blocking who you truly are. And like I said, all it takes is one time to lie before you're labeled that. And do you want to be labeled as a liar? I would hope not. (laughs) But one thing that you said earlier is, no, I like how you have a specific um, set of words that you tell yourself. Like you're telling yourself that you are the best at something. (laughs) You know? Hopefully, <laughs> don't let that be that lie. Though. <laughs> if you're not the best, then you know just just, just kind of cater to your words and say, you know, I'm working at being the best. But um, one thing the book had mentioned, like when you're talking to yourself or you're saying to others, but we're going to keep it on self right now. Is just the Buddhists have like mantras that they say to themselves, and um, you use these mantras when you're responding in communication to like self or others, and it's good practice to like to do that. So. I have like uh, like Lamar has his lineup of things that he says to himself in the morning. I have my lineup of things that I say to myself in the morning. Like you know, regardless of what happens today, you know, what I'm saying I- I'm alive. I'm going to make it the best that I can. Um, I won't let too much energies outside of my own affect my energy, or they won't really affect it at all. So I keep myself in that good spot. But these are mantras like I say daily, so that my mindset is that all the time. I'm not letting somebody take my energy. I am positive. I am going to be productive today. You know, a few things like that. And I, I, I spread these words to myself and I spread it like to my wife in the morning as well. So I have these mantras, have these little sayings. That's a challenge for me to have everybody else write these things down that you should be saying to yourself in the morning that you want to kind of direct your energy and have, have the results of throughout your day. Because you can't control the outside and the world of what's going on. But I always say you can control your attitude. You can control your energy. So write some mantras down to actually go over, read them, practice them. Because read them is not enough. Practice them. And notice when you're not practicing and be aware of it. Um, the next portion that I did want to jump into, and um, not to kind of isolate the ladies out too much, but like I said, the floor is ours is, is going to come from perspective. And 
in order for us to speak about women, we need to have a woman on here. I can give my opinion, but I will not speak for women at all. So this section is um, common for the men, and I will bring a woman on here so we can get their view and, and um, things that they've seen and how they talk to themselves or all the other upcoming. Because what I'm jumping into now is uh, how we talk to ourselves as men. And um, that's uh, some people are going to get an invite into our world a little bit. So, <laughs> But... um. I was taking notes and thinking about it throughout the week, like how I talk to myself and is, is this voice my own or is the voice and the things that I'm telling myself influenced from like my upbringing? And I do think a lot of time as men, we have, uh, we have a voice and um, we talk to ourselves based off of our upbringing who, and who has raised us. And that could be i.e. the you have to be tough, the i.e. these women ain't ish. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be emotional. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're a man. Be toughen up, toughen up, toughen up. These are things that, like, we hear when we're coming up. And those are things that stick with us, like, for life. And uh, our generation now, men are now tuning into how they feel, being mm-hmm. more emotional and, um, and being more free with their emotion. But, like I said, we were taught not to show that at all. <laughs> or not to be too emotional. That's for the women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Suck it up. Like, you feel like this? Suck it up. You're a man. So, before I continue with that, but how do you, how do you feel like that? I guess what I'm, I'm saying is, like, how we talk to ourselves most of the time is, you know, it's a reflection influence. Of, yeah, yeah. It's influence. How you were influenced by mm-hmm. other people. Right. Um, I do agree with that. And I, I do. I have a lot of things I want to say about it. I'm going to stay on topic. So, um, one thing that I, I will say is that I, I agree with you. It is becoming... In, in the mainstream, mm-hmm. it's becoming more acceptable to express your feelings and for men to express their feelings on how they, they're going throughout their day and certain things. But I do believe that though it's encouraged, I don't know if it's received. You know what I mean? Like people will say to you, like, it's almost like, have you ever gone to someone's house that and they've offered you something that you know they didn't really want you to take advantage of. <laughs> or like when you run into somebody at the store and you're like, oh, hey, we should hang out. It's like, yeah, give me your number. And then they randomly text you like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't really want to do that. Like, like people would say they want you to be in touch with like your feelings and stuff, but I don't really feel like it's welcome when men actually do it. I really feel it's just a hype. It's really just something that people say because it's like the society we live in right now, like, hey, you should be able to say when you're sad. Go tell your woman every day you're sad. Or go tell your boss when you're sad. Yeah, it sounds good when you say it, but I don't really necessarily feel like people really want to receive it. But it is good to be able to identify it and maybe find yourself a therapist. Maybe you should pay somebody to listen to those feelings and they'll actually be able to help you navigate through it. So I do think it's people talk more about it, but I don't think it's really welcome. <clears throat> That that is not yeah. I want to touch on that one later too. That's a that's a good one. Um, but like um, to to this point too. Um, do you do you feel like in ourselves? Like I start with me too. Like um, a lot of times before I had my before I was the high vibe that y'all hear now. You know Same <laughs> before for exorcist. Yeah, a lot of the time I, when I spoke to myself, I kept a lot of things to myself, and um, because we were like we were taught that hey. You know, be tough, be tough. Now, I will say I wasn't like, I didn't have any problems with communication. I was always able to communicate to um, 
mom, pop, anybody that's around. But um, I did, I did have a point to where when I was coming up, I felt like uh, nobody really understood, like you know where I was coming from. I had like the right words, so I was kind of communicating to myself, like let me let me fix these problems myself. So I guess it's your question, do I feel like I can communicate my emotions to myself? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm just giving an example of oh, like okay. how we, we uh, kind of, you know, communicate to, to ourselves. I'm like, and uh, this is specifically for men now, because I think what my main point is, is like, and I have it written down too, like, we get, we get advice from, um, from a cycle of men that weren't, weren't able really to heal or weren't being weren't being able to express themselves to be receptive so the way we communicated to ourselves is we got to handle it ourselves mm-hmm. like everything and that goes to the point that you were saying too so it's it's not received well most of the time even yeah. when we do try to open up but as soon as it's not received well you go back to this is exactly what i was told to suck it up right you know what i'm saying like now i gotta i gotta just do it myself i gotta keep it myself because nobody hears me when i do open it up so like i said i'm not really uh, it's not, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like it's like, I guess what I'm getting at is like our practice of communicating to ourselves needs to be understanding ourselves, understand how we feel, not so much what's been influenced. And you need that from experience. Oh, I got my food. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I got you. You, like, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? It sounds like it's a little all over the place, but the, the thing is like uh, understanding how you communicate to yourself. Is it you? Is it what's been influenced towards you? Mm-hmm. And are you even aware of like how you feel and your experience for it and stuff like that? I think that, so I believe what I said with it's not well received, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not about how someone else receives your feelings because I'm not coming to you to validate my feelings. I'm just coming to you to make you aware. So I don't think the rejection of someone's um, to your however you feel should mm-hmm. prevent you from continuing to do it because you're not really doing it for them because now I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. So. If you consistently keep rejecting my conversation, I just need to start having conversations with somebody different. Mm-hmm. Because once I've identified that it's not me, this is an example of where this is you. If I can't communicate to you about how I feel without the rejection of being, oh, you're a man, you should suck it up. Because clearly, if I'm bringing that information to you or whoever it is, you still have that old, old school state of mind. So. I'll never, well, I'm going to say never, but it's going to be challenging for me to communicate with you about certain things that you feel like I shouldn't talk to you about at all. So I just got to talk to somebody else. But I don't feel like anybody should stop feeling the way that they feel or stop communicating how they feel. You should keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. But understand your validation doesn't have to come from them. You validate yourself by having, by being comfortable enough to speak about what is disrupting your peace or happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You said you had something else to add to that. Nope, that was it. But that was it right there? Because in that moment when you said that, something clicked. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, it started, sorry, it started a little rough and like an un, 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 unorganized. But like the, the main thing was, yeah, like, you know, recognize when you're speaking to yourself. This needs to be, this needs to be you speaking, not no more so like what you were taught. But it's not, you know, everybody else's fault. What they're trying to instill to you is what their experience was. I think a right. lot of times now, like when. Um, parents are bringing somebody it's more so they know what to look for but they don't they don't realize that you know your experiences and your upbringing is going to be different and you can't go off of one blueprint of this is what you should think this is right. how you should go about everything moving forward you can't. you can't because 
our timeline now is different from 30, 40 years ago. The next 30, 40 years is going to be different from now. Like, one thing I think I'm going to go moving forward, like, um, moving forward and thinking when I have my kids is I don't want to be like that parent that's like, you know, I've, I've lived through that. I've seen, I've seen everything. I've seen everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything you've done, I've done that. I haven't. And, like, the way you experience it and the way that you're going to go through it is going to be ten times different from me. No matter, you know, how I try to teach you about it, I can make you aware. But, I, like, you're, you're here as your own person no matter how, you know, I, no matter how I kind of teach you. I can give you the guides and go-bys. Like, yeah. hey, you should go by this. But ultimately, the experience is going to be up to you. And that decision is going to be up to them, like, how well, they move forward from me. It's all about how you word it, though. Right. Because, like, as a parent, mm-hmm. like... I wouldn't say it like how you just said it. It's like talking to my kids, but yeah. every parent does this. Well, I didn't say it like that. I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically speaking. No, no, you're good, guy. <laughs> like, every parent does that. Like, yeah. And yeah. I don't know any parent, well, any parent that cares about their kid. If your kid comes to you with an experience, well, like something that they went through, automatically the first thing in your head is like, oh, hey, man. I went through this too. Now the difference is like the way I process information may be different from you. There you and go. Yeah. That may change, but the game is always the same. Exactly. Like, cause I listen to my grandpa talk, God rest his soul. I listen to my uncles talk. The, the game plan is always, well, the game is always the same. The game plan may change, but cause they talk to me about certain stuff they went through in the nineties and eighties. Now there are going to be some things that they just didn't go through with like social media yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. But at the core of it, like core values, like, Talking to women, relationships, and all that—that that stuff. That don't. That hasn't changed. Like women have always done. I'll share a lot of things that they've done before. Men have shared a lot of things. So that way, even if you're not the same age, you can have a conversation about like relationships, and you're like, "Oh, I went through that same thing." Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I do feel like, as a parent, you can't protect your children from everything. Mm-hmm. But a part of being a good parent is sharing your life experiences, not to make it seem like everything you've gone through like internalized I went through because my mindset may not be the same as yours but I can definitely speak to getting your heart broke mm-hmm. getting having a hard time in school maybe getting bullied like those highlight moments yeah I can speak specifically to that now I can't tell you how you should react in that situation mm-hmm. I can just share how I reacted but I don't want to share my reactions like they're the normal reaction they're just mine like, don't make, don't generalize your reactions like everybody mm-hmm. does it. As long as you do that, I think you're safe. No, no, facts. And like I said, I'm also going to be, you know, I, I plan what I even plan. I want to be the person that's going to be like, you know, don't do this. But everybody always says it changes when you have it kids. Changes. And I already know <laughs> I'm already protective as it is with my wife and family. So I know I might not be exactly where I want to be because it's a new life. But at the same time, I'm still going to practice and tell myself that. That was an example of it. Right. You know, what, you know how like the old head. That's true. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it is. It's going it, to it's probably going to change. But if I practice that mindset now. You know, but you spoke on a good point. It's like you can speak on the things that you're relatable, like that you've seen. Because honestly, like you said, life doesn't change. The dynamics around certain things change. Right. Like, like you know, 50, 50 years ago, the uh, couples or old elders couldn't, you, couldn't talk to you about online dating. No. You know what I'm saying? But they could talk to you <laughs> about the, dating. The, yeah, the dating <laughs> is still going to be the same. But yeah, as soon as it comes, but the dynamic kind of shifts. Mm-hmm. And um, 
like I said, they can still speak on it because ultimately it's the same thing. But now just it's, it's just different. Yeah, it's different. They didn't have that experience. And oh, dating is <laughs> woo. I didn't. Have, I didn't have. Honestly, didn't have too much of that. So thankfully, I got the old school. Well, see, <laughs> when I way back, online dating was really no different from just finding somebody in person. I mean, the only difference is I talk to you on a computer because you can. You could have met a weird person in the grocery store, mm-hmm. weird person in church. Like, what's the difference? researching people now it's like i can i can take away from your conversation from like well in person conversation because i know you work i know what you like to do i know your (laughs) i know your talent share all that (laughs) said most times people you know they put it out there so it's like i I can research you you know what i'm saying like that and um pro and con i said there's definitely pros and cons to it it will shut down that like you i see a lot of people get shut down more like (laughs) this, this is funny uh this is funny toyota commercial where it was like um girl just comes out of a bar and the caption is like leaving five minutes after like researching him so i guess dude went to the bathroom and she left left the day after researching him and she found dirt on him and just left like it's easy now to do that you know what i'm saying it's like i can just research you in five minutes and be like mm, i don't want to do this nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair you know what i'm saying so like that aspect of it i do think is different. yeah so it's like dynamics ultimately still the same yeah. that dynamics have changed you got to recognize that and not just be the person but now i've done it bro it's like i know it that's you would have to go by word of mouth back yeah. in the day, like, oh, hey, do you know Timmy from down the road? <laughs> yeah, girl, I heard this. Right? <laughs> well, here we are, Mark 44 minutes. Um, we're going we're gonna to wrap, kind of wrap it up here. I think, I think the last portion we got off a little bit, but it was, <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, yeah, this, this is just part one, so we'll definitely break this one up into a couple more um, communication because it's, it's an art and it's, it's something that's every day. And I don't think we realize like that you can actually practice communication. We just we just go and talk because we can. We have a mouth. Right. We can talk. We just speak. We don't think of a lot. A majority of people don't think of how I can speak better. How I can be, communicate mm-hmm. better. My choice of words. You know, we're just speaking because we can. We were born with mouths, and the sounds that come out of it, and that's what we do. But <laughs> <laughs> we but, just talk. <laughs> we just talk. So, like I said, this is going to be the series. We'll jump more into it. Um, as always. Thank y'all for listening and um, bearing with us and giving us our time because this 40 minutes is is a little chunk out of your day. And if Thank you, y'all for being for, here. If you're committing to it and the growth of it, we always appreciate it. Hopefully we're sparking thought, sparking um, you know innovation of self and, and moving forward and moving better with self because as always, that's what we're trying to do. So shout out to y'all. Uh, shout out to my wife as always, my love, my queen, my better half, the master. You I want to see your face. <laughs> you know, man, it's screwed up like the master. Nah, but just my, my better half, my love, my partner in crime. You know what I'm saying? I, I only got one master. That's the Most High, and me, and the master myself. So, yeah. Oh. But shout out to you know my love, my family, the friends, and of course, and shout out to myself for for moving forward, for progressing, and um, that's a part of communication right there to me. Shout out to you, Mister Mister Xavier, for doing your thing and pushing forward. Brother man, oh, special shout out to the wife and kids, the family, extended family, friends, the people that tap in. All twelve of y'all last week or whenever we recorded that last uh, recording. Hey, there's one thing that I want to do that I know we always ask you guys to do is to share, 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 share because we have a, a great product and I want to create value from that product. But one thing that I want to challenge Xavier and myself to do is to start actually getting on the ground because we were just talking about this off the 
off air and we start doing that too like sometimes when we're randomly at places and stuff because i have this little card i'm gonna show x later just to where you can tap the back of somebody's phone and it shows them your facebook your instagram your oh, you show me that. I remember this. yeah so i want us to start doing that too because good i don't want to use that example but it was like a old well you know y'all 90s babies y'all know this it was a, a thing that i think nino brown or frank lucas said Good dope will sell itself, but you got to market it. So you got to actually start giving some freebies and giving people the, the information. But all jokes aside, um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. And let's get it. I'm telling you. And no, no, I like that point. No, no, we are selling high vibrations. That's the dope. <laughs> We're selling high vibes. That's our product. But hey, we out. Appreciate you. We y'all. out, baby. Floor is off. <laughs>